what's up what's up what's up y'all it's that time again and if you've been here before well you already know who i am if it's your first time allow me to introduce myself to you i'm miss handy the host of gumbo nights and i'm thrilled you've chosen this as your first episode This is going to be a really good one, y'all. And I don't even know if I ever imagined this day coming. Yet we're here. I'm excited. And I want to share this special moment with all of you. This is episode 100. In order to heal, you can't give a damn what anybody thinks. Now, in addition to this being episode 100, it is also the fifth year anniversary of the launch of Gumbo Nights. Y'all, that's right. You heard it correctly. Five years ago today, February 19th, 2019, was the day that I launched Gumbo Nights with Miss Handy. Now, if you've been around and have been listening to the podcast, you probably have heard the story about why I started the podcast. But if you haven't been around that long, I'm going to share some background about why I started it and go even deeper than I have before. This podcast began after a major heartbreak, y'all. I was dating a guy in January 2019. We had been dating each other since 2017. And the relationship began pretty quickly and it elevated fast. We fell in love, y'all, and it was unlike any other relationship that I'd ever been in before. We even talked about getting married. Now, I'd been married already twice. It didn't work out, and I wasn't a fond of marriage at all. But once I got into a relationship with this guy and the way that it was going, the way he treated me, and the way that I felt when I was around him. I was so down with the idea of getting married when he mentioned it to me. All he had to do was give me the ring, y'all, and I would have run to the courthouse barefoot. That's just how much I was into this guy. So in January 2019, I went to visit him out of state where he lived so we could celebrate New Year's Eve. Now, this is something that we've done before. And every time that we've hung out, we always had a really good time. Conversation was good. The chemistry was good. And he had really good, positive energy that always kept me drawn to him. So I flew to where he lives a couple days before New Year's Eve. We had a great time. We made dinner reservations at one of our favorite restaurants that we always love to go to, got dressed up, went to dinner, had some drinks, everything was fine. Now, outside though, it was a snowstorm. It was rainy, it was slick, and it was a mess, y'all. But I didn't care because I was with the person that I had fallen madly in love with. So it didn't matter. I would have gone to the moon with this guy. So after the restaurant, he decided to go to a bar that we've hung out at before. There were a lot of people there. They were playing music. And so we decided to go in and have some more drinks 
and actually bring in the new year there. So things started out fine. We had some drinks and maybe about an hour or so after being there. That's when things got a little bit uncomfortable. There were a lot of people there and there wasn't a lot of seating available. So at one point, we found ourselves standing up sort of against the wall by the door and people were coming in and out. And as I mentioned to you before, it's a rain ice storm going on outside. So it's cold and we're feeling all this cold air coming in and it just wasn't the right type of environment for me. Maybe a little bit uncomfortable, but that's not why I didn't have a good time. My bad time started after noticing the guy that I was with was checking out other women. Now, y'all, I know all of us have eyes. We see things that look good to us. We all do. But it wasn't the fact that he was looking, y'all. He was looking, looking. (laughs) And you know, as a woman... I don't know too many women that can stomach that and not have a problem with it. So that is what's happening. And I don't know if it was escalated because of the fact that he'd been drinking. Doesn't even matter, y'all. It's the just the basic fact that I felt like it was disrespectful. But because this was a fairly new relationship... And I was so in love with this guy and we had never had a major issue before. I didn't feel comfortable saying anything, especially in that environment, because we're trying to have a good time. But he could tell by the look on my face, y'all, that (laughs) something just wasn't right. So you know how when you're trying to hold back the fact that you're pissed off, you don't want to say anything, but you got that look on your face like... Oh my God, if we weren't here, I would cuss you out from the top to the bottom. (laughs) Y'all, I was steaming on the inside. And I know I don't have a poker face, so I know he could probably tell. So he decided, okay, it's time to go. (laughs) It's time to go, and I was ready, y'all. So we left, didn't say anything to one another on the ride home. We got back to his apartment and went to bed long before midnight, y'all. So that's how I spent my New Year's Eve slash New Year's Day from January 2019 into the new year. So (laughs) it's so crazy, y'all. So after that, I wished, I really did wish that I had said something because we ended up breaking up without even having a conversation about what happened. And to this day, I can see everything that happened so clearly in my mind when we were standing there in that bar. And I really wish I had the courage back then and the balls to tell him how his actions were making me feel. Because truthfully, I believe that this person is so open and understanding enough to see my point. Because if the roles were reversed, 
I truly believe that he would have had a problem with me doing that if I was staring at another guy in an inappropriate way where I'm staring and I'm gawking, basically. But it is what it is. I can't go back and change that. But when I got home and I realized that, you know, we're not talking, we're not communicating anymore, I I didn't know what to do because I'd gotten into a pattern of not talking about things that made me feel uncomfortable as it relates to him. And I felt stupid trying to go and backtrack to talk about it. So I just decided to just let it be. But it was eating me up on the inside, y'all. I thought about this man every day. Wanted to call, wanted to talk, but I just didn't have the the energy, the drive, or whatever it was that I needed to be able to do it and to do it in a civil manner. So I just let it go and I just kept letting my emotions tear me up. And sitting around and not being able to talk to him, not being able to hang out with him, it really bothered me. I didn't know what to do. And I'd been having this app on my phone since the November of the year prior, and I'd been thinking about doing a podcast. I'd played around with the idea a little bit with one of, with one of my cousins in Chicago, and I was sitting at home one night, y'all, and I said, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and record something and post it. And that is exactly what I did on February 19th, 2019. I don't even know if I went back to even listen to what I recorded, y'all. If you've been listening to Gumbo Nights, and if you compare the way the podcast sounds now, (laughs) compared to how it started with episode one back in February 2019, Lord, I hope that you see and hear some improvements in it. (laughs) I have been too nervous to even go back and listen to it, y'all. And those are some of the highest listened to episodes from when I first began. But I know I'm probably going to think, oh my God, it sounds like trash. Because I didn't know anything about podcasting, y'all. I didn't know anything about editing. I didn't know anything but other than, than pushing the basic buttons, adding some music, and let's move on. But since then, having had a lot of experience with this podcast and Two other podcasts that I've hosted, one I'm doing now and one that just ended in December, I've had a lot of experience, y'all. So I have tried to improve everything about Gumbo Nights from the content to the sound to the editing to the music, the intro, the outro, all of that. (laughs) So I hope that you have benefited from at least a better listening experience. But my point in sharing all of that is, y'all, it wasn't about me trying to create a podcast or start a podcast in order to gain a following. I was doing what I needed, y'all, in order to survive. I didn't know what to do. So this was a way to have an outlet of expression, to have a good time, to find a way to laugh, because I was spending a lot of my days, y'all, in tears, afraid, uncertain. And this was a way to divert my attention 
to begin the process of healing. I didn't know that it would be good. I didn't know if it would be bad. I didn't care. I knew I had to do something else in addition to what I was already doing. And that one step, that one courageous step that I made to put something out there, to talk, to share some stories and experiences is the thing that still lights up my life now five years later. Now, that hasn't been the only challenging experience I've had in life. I've had several more, several that were much bigger than even that experience. And what I have learned as a result of having this podcast is it is very important to talk about the things that are bothering us. And I do that when I'm here by myself at home. I talk to myself about the things that are bothering me. But then I also have opened up and shared some of those hard and difficult and challenging situations with people in my life that I know have my back and I know that I can trust just having those other people, y'all, to listen has been so helpful for me. I used to just wallow, just lay down and die when things didn't go the way that I wanted to. But I know I couldn't continue to live my life that way. That's not what God has in store for me, and it's not the way that I was raised. So I had to get intentional. I had to make myself get up, get moving, and do something different. I had to break my own pattern. Since then, y'all, it has become much easier to heal from the stuff that has tried to break me down. I've been through depression. I've been through grief from folks that have died that were very close to me. I've had some disappointing experiences at work. And all the while, y'all, I'm still healing. I refuse to let any of those situations that come at me, that try to break me down, that try to break my spirit, that try to ruin the good time that I'm trying to have out here in life. It ain't happening, y'all. You can't give a damn what anybody thinks when you are trying to heal. So you don't have to start a podcast. You don't have to start a business. What you do have to do is find your thing. If you need to travel out of the country, if you need to take yourself to the spa, get a massage, do some self-care, go for a run, whatever it is, figure it out. Create your own path and your own recipe for healing. Sometimes that healing will take place in some of the most minuscule experiences. It doesn't have to always be something really big, y'all. You could be outside in your driveway talking to your neighbor across the street. And something that that person says to you begins to help you to heal from some stuff that you might have been carrying since you were a kid. Don't worry what anybody else thinks. Find your thing. 
we have got to learn how to heal and make it a practice and a pattern. Many of us, especially in the black community, have been carrying things and it's generational. From one generation to the next, carrying a bunch of stuff that does not serve us well at all. If you want to get over it, no, not even get over it, get beyond it. Find a way to heal. Find your thing and whatever it is, don't give a damn what anybody else thinks about it because it's your business and it's your business to get to healing. That, my friends, is episode 100. I want to thank all of you for hanging in there with me if you've been here since day one with Gumbo Nights with Miss Handy for five years, y'all. I don't know what is in store for us on the other side of this, but I know we're entering into a brand new year, year number six, and I have high expectations for me, for you, and for Gumbo Nights. Please continue to listen, like, comment, share, and subscribe. And whatever you do, please make sure that you join me right back here for our next episode.